guys, it's Saturday night, and welcome to another episode of Adina Chats. So, I don't think I've done an episode on a weekend in a while, or probably ever, so it's going to be a good episode. I decided to get back into another Crystal episode, so I'll call this Crystal Episode 2. And this episode... I'm reading from The Book of Stones by Robert Simmons and Naisha Azian with contributions by Hazel Raven. I hope I pronounced all of their names properly. I love that name, Naisha or Naisha, however you pronounce it. Um, it's a pretty name. So I hope you guys are having a great night. I hope that you're safe as all of your as well as your loved ones i hope that this year wasn't too bad for you for me it's been i would say mostly good the bad part of the year is dealing with the covid and how other people have had a really hard time with the covid i empathize with that um the loss of loved ones the loss of jobs, the loss of homes. That is very sad. And also, you know, not giving, you know, the let's be honest, the government not giving much help, right? So, all right, let's dive right into something positive. So the way that I selected my stones was by, stones or crystals, is by just um, taking the big book of stones and closing my eyes and flipping through the pages to see what is in front of me, what I pick, what I select by spirit. Let's just say that I did it by spirit, right? So the first one that popped up was a fairy wand quartz. So a fairy wand quartz. I thought that that was surprising because there was a point when I was obsessed with fairies and just learning about them. I have this big book. They call it a coffee table book. I bet you can get it in a smaller size, but it's a coffee table book. Um, I think that's what you call it. Like when, when the books are really big and they're on display in your home for people, to, for your guests and everybody to look at. So I have, it's called Good Fairy, Bad Fairy. I forget the author, but look it up on Amazon. You'll probably find it. It is so fascinating and it's so freaky at the same time. Like the good fairies look really good and the bad fairies look really bad. Like they're like evil, sinister. But the one thing that they noted about all fairies, good and bad, is that they are tricksters. So, you know, humans have to be careful when running into these beings. So do I still believe in fairies? I'm a person that's like anything is possible. So it's super interesting. And I'm just like, how are these things so detailed that they're not real? I think, I feel like a lot of times evidence is in the details. So I'll just leave that there. It's either I believe in them or I want to believe in them. Okay, so let's dive right into what the fairy wand quartz is. So the fairy wand quartz, um, has attunement with fairy, divic, and angelic realms. It provides relaxation and inner peace. So that sounds nice. That sounds fairyish. That sounds like they're more on the good fairy side. So the element for the uh, fairy wand quartz is water and wind. 
that sounds about right, especially the water part. Um, <clears throat> uh, chakras that it helps with the hearts, which is the fourth chakra, the third eye, the sixth chakra, crown is the seventh, the etheric, which is the eighth and beyond, which is above the head. So that's pretty cool. Um, they can be, the fairy wand quartz can be found in Mexico. Uh, this variety of quartz crystal, well, it is a variety of a quartz crystal. It's clear and whitish. It looks like a quartz crystal, but the thing that makes it so different is the way it's shaped. So they have elongated bodies, milky interiors. Almost all of them carry some sort of unusual and complex formation along the body. So just to remind you guys, I'm getting this information from the book, The Book of Stones by Robert Simmons, Naisha Azian, and contributions by Hazel Raven. So it's not my own words. I will be letting you know when I'm, um, like this information is from that book and I'm just summarizing how I feel. Okay, so <clears throat> another cool thing about this is that they can access they can help you access the fairy realm with these crystals. Uh, but this is done best through meditation. Just thinking about that is like, hmm, do I really want to go see some fairies right now? Or would I be absolutely terrified? You know, you're not a, as whimsical and wondrous <laughs> when you're an adult, which we should be. We shouldn't lose that side. We let life harden us sometimes, um, especially in areas where it doesn't even need to be hardened or <clears throat> in areas that we don't realize. So I find that very interesting. Um, so you can access the fairy realm with these crystals, but it's done best through meditation. Uh, the fairy land is like, it's described in the book as an eternal paradise. It's showered with light, but there is no sun. When I read that part in the book, I was thinking about, I don't know how many of you guys watched True Blood on HBO from a few years back. Um, Freaking love that show because I'm just fascinated with vampires. I thought the show was funny. It was clever. It was also good, heartbreaking. It just had so many emotions in that show. But I think overall it's silly, right? But I love it. So the main character, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it, just letting you know, the main character is basically a fairy and she finds this out like in season three or four or something like that. So it was really interesting. And then <clears throat> there's a scene when she's like dying and she goes to this land and the fairy land is very, very bright, but it doesn't really look like, well, they do say it's the sun because they are like the opposite of vampires or they're scared of vampires. So they was like, oh, the sun. And then when a vampire comes in, it's like, oh no, the sun is leaving. But <laughs> in the book, <clears throat> it says the fairy land is an eternal paradise and shower with light, but there is no sun. So that 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 was an incorrect thing that they did on, on True Blood, right? So <laughs> next, um, the fairy wand quartz also activates the third eye. So you third eye healers and seekers and these decalcifiers of the third eye, this is a good uh, wand for you. I never really seen a fairy quartz wand. Oh, maybe I did um, in like a crystal shop in Manhattan somewhere. I probably did see it, but I didn't notice a really peculiar difference between that and like the other quartz crystals because there are so many. 
Um, this also enhances relaxation. It gives a sense of sweetness, clarity, and inner peace. So this one, this chord sounds really cool, really nice. I'm all about peace and I want sweetness to overcome me. You know, I want to be able to meditate and travel to distant lands when life gets a little too hard. I know we have to live in a reality, but we also have the chance to, you know, jump out sometimes and in a safe and non quote unquote crazy way. Right. <laughs> the next stone um, is called, I believe it's pronounced Keiko Zenite. It's spelled C-A-C-O-X-E-N-I-T-E. So maybe Keiko Zenite. Okay. So this crystal alignment with divine with the divine plan provides spiritual cleansing and purification, um, regeneration of the body. So that sounds crazy good. Like, who doesn't want their body to be regenerated? Like, come on. It regeneration helps you to heal, helps prevent illness and diseases. So Regeneration is super important for us. The element it uses is wind. The chakras it uses is the solar plexus, which is the third chakra. The third eye, which is the sixth, the sixth chakra. And the crown, which is the seventh chakra. So yeah, all of these very high level crystals that I magically turn the page on. So... <laughs> Um, so this crystal is described as gold, yellow, or brownish colored. Uh, the inclusion sometimes found is sometimes found in quartz or amethyst. So it's connected to like that fairy quartz crystal. It could be found there. Um, you often see it in those inclusions, right? Um, so it can be found in Arizona. What this crystal does is the Keiko Zenite does is assist in spiritual evolution. Um, it also reprograms the cells to continue to renew themselves and resist the aging process like wowzers. Like, I wonder, I'm just imagining how this crystal, like people who are super educated on crystals and they didn't think it was all just, oh, alternative religion or alternative medicine or what people say it is or rocks or stones you know to each their own but I I like crystals I may not use them plenty now but I like to wear them once in a while around my neck and things like that and I definitely notice a difference or I have a few rings or a few necklaces and I'll put them on and I'll definitely feel a difference in my emotional levels that day and my reactions to things and I definitely feel the difference so I'm just imagining with this Keiko Zenite, like were people like really using it like in rituals to stay young or, um, you know, the women who were labeled as witches, did they use it in beauty serums? And because, you know, there are some beauty supplies now, they'll put a, a pink quartz crystal um, in, in their beauty products. So that'll be from... I'll say, say yoni washes or vaginal washes to face 
uh, face serums and face washes and face moisturizers. They'll put quartz in there because they believe in the power of it. So I, I wonder if Keiko Night was like that or if Keiko Night was just too hard to find so people wouldn't put it in there. But I feel like I would definitely use, hey, don't steal my plan. <laughs> if I were to make some beauty products, I would try to find this Arizona Crystal Keiko Z Night and definitely put little pieces in the beauty products. Of course, not little pieces to scratch you, but you know how this works. Um, a solid small piece, um, you know, probably shaving down to be smooth. And Hey, you guys, I'm back after our sponsored segment. I apologize for just leaving you like that. But like I was saying about the Keiko Zenite um, crystal is that, yeah, I would shave it down so it could be smooth and put it in my beauty products. I'm so surprised that I've never heard of any of these ladies doing this, especially since there's a lot more clean beauty and there's a lot more spiritual shall I say, spirituality, <laughs> spirituality focus, beauty products and things like that. Okay, more about the Keiko Z Night is that it's best initiated through dream work, meditation, but it can also happen unconsciously through simply wearing the stone. So that's pretty cool so you can just like forget about it and your cells are just being regenerated and you're just getting more beautiful <laughs> and everything is just slowing down in the aging process how nice you don't need eye cream for that right so also uh when this crystal is paired with moldavite it raises cellular vibration and accelerates one's evolutionary path whoa that sounds big so um, Moldavite. I had a Moldavite. Um, Moldavite is the crystal that I believe they say comes from outer space um, and is super rare. And usually they give you it, they sell it in very thin or small slivers, or sometimes they don't sell it at all. But it's super rare and it's supposed to connect you with the ex extraterrestrial, uh, which I find super interesting. I bought two pieces of it before and I lost both. You know, they say something. Uh, about when you lose crystals it means that you are not ready for them um <clears throat> or something like that excuse me if you guys hear cars and things like that i'm next to the room so um yeah that's that's the mold right they're talking about that dark green uh sea mossy green spirulina chlorella looking <laughs> uh crystal so they said when this pair with Moldavite, it raises cellular vibration and accelerates one's revolu evolutionary path. Um, it helps to cleanse the energy systems of any negative attachments. It prevents one from moving forward. Uh, that uh, any neg I'm sorry, any negative attachments that is preventing one from moving forward on one's path. Wow. So this is a super. Not only is it like regeneration and stopping slowing the aging process it also helps you to detach from people or get them out of the way any and bad 
energy people like that's dynamic um yeah so what it does is it's trying to lead you to your path and whoever's in the way of that path no matter who it is that stone is going to help you to move it out because you know us as human we have these attachments and we're like oh no that's my mother but that's my father but that's my sister but that's my brother but negative is negative um you should have enough we should have enough self-love to you know, not make, not allow people to take advantage of us, no matter who they are. We have those emotional attachments that sometimes, um, just hold us back. We should just try to be more emotionally mature and say, Hey, to this person, either you tell them outright what they're doing, or if they already know what they're doing, because you've said it before, then you have to, you know, use that information to your advantage how they want to keep on doing when I, what I ask them to not do then I'm going to move this way and that's it um so when using meditation it facilitates connection with higher intelligences and can be used by channelers to enhance conscious connection and alignment with higher beings whoa so uh, like we were just saying about Moldavite, how it's connected to extraterrestrials. This also helps with that higher being thing because many people believe that the extraterrestrials are higher beings, way more advanced than us, looking down at us laughing. You know, all the cartoons and shows, <laughs> how they show all the aliens laughing and stuff at us and um, or doing a project on us or possibly even be, be being involved in things like illnesses and world just crazy things. They they believe that the extraterrestrials are basically the gods, like the mythology in the in the Egyptian mythology and I'm sorry. <laughs> what do they call it? Western mythology, European mythology. Um yeah, they believe that actually they're moving like those people, Zeus and Hercules and all that stuff. Um and again, this information that I'm getting is from Book of Stones by Robert Simmons and Naisha Azion. Contributions by Hazel Raven. So if you're joining me on the second part of the show. The next crystal that I uh, turn the page to dun, 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 is lilac lepidolites. Like, I feel like these crystals are something that I would definitely read the description for and just get it myself. Like, they sound really unique uh, versus the, you know, versus the crystals that we always hear about, the rose quartz crystal, the amethyst, and we usually know what they're for. Quartz crystal, just the clear one, just enhances all other things and energies that you have going on. Uh, the citrine for money and creativity. You know, the common crystals that we hear about. So this one is the lilac lepidolite. It is soothing. It helps to soothe the emotional body. It relieves stress, enhances meditation, peace, serenity, love, and divine connection. Uh, I tend to think that a lot of purple crystals are like that. Like, it's just all peaceful and zened out, and just purple is like, you know how they say purple kind of represents uh, royalty? I don't know if you guys have heard that or seen that, 
but I usually see it in like, you know, the media or movie shows. And in real life, um, just purple is like, it's strong, but it's peaceful. It's strong, but it's quiet. That's what all these shades of purple, when I see them, that's the reaction that I get. Um, so, let's see. So, the Lilac Leopard Delight, right? Again, soothes the emotional body, relieves stress, enhances meditation, peace, serenity, love, divine connection. The element is water. The chakras is all, are all, wow. So, I don't usually see that for the crystals. This helps all of your chakras. This applies to all of your chakras, um, especially the heart, which is the fourth chakra, and the crown, which is the seventh chakra. So it's described as a rich lavender color. It's only found in Zimbabwe, Africa. Nice. Um, it also enhances feelings of peace, serenity, and love. Yeah, just like how I just thought and discussed. Um, it helps to recover from grief and depression. When looking at the picture of it, I just just totally felt like really relaxed and like I was drifting away. It's such a pretty color, and it's not only because I like I like purple. I love purple. Um, it just really, you know, enhances that emotion of just comfort and love and soothing. So it helps to recover from grief and depression. It's good for emotional trauma, especially good for soothing and supporting the emotional bodies of children and pets. So there it shows you that it's very strong, but it's very gentle. Um, it helps quiet the mind for meditation. It's good for joint pain and arthritis, relaxation. Um, and it's great for children having difficulty sleeping and excessive nightmares and having excessive nightmares. So that's basically like uh, another purple stone, the amethyst, how it helps with your sleep, helps with sobriety, helps to keep you calm. Um, yeah, it sobers you up, it's sobering. Um, it definitely helps with sleep. I know every time I wear it, I'm super relaxed. It's also my birthstone, so I definitely identify with it. And it is a very peaceful stone and the lilac leopard light sounds like it's just like that too so yeah um everyone i hope you enjoy the rest of your saturday night that was my crystal episode um i'm going to be more consistent with this podcast because if it if anyone else is enjoying it i'm i definitely am just being real here it's it's fun. It gives me a project to work on, what I'm going to talk about. A lot of times I'm just talking. Um, I will get better and better. Um, my podcast is, is like a baby to me. I'm very delicate with it. And I hope to give you guys more episodes that you want to hear. I look at, you know, the highest listened to episodes and crystals were one of them. So I decided to bring it back to you and have at it so yeah these crystals sound they all sound delicious and i definitely want to go look at some pictures of them see if i can wear them in jewelry um these days with crystals i like to be more practical with it so i'll get it in jewelry 
um but not too much jewelry because i don't wear tons of jewelry um yeah instead of just having the crystal out you know it i think it's more practical and i i feel like with the crystals that i have i should you know do some projects and create some necklaces and rings myself because it can't be that hard and then we have youtube that shows you so many things and how to do them <laughs> so i hope you guys come back for another episode of Medina chats see you next time peace